1: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is is the life. It still gives us the life. Live. The reality is, he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.
2: Hey, everyone. We are live. We are local. This is Real Presence Live, and we are coming to you... On a Monday morning. Good morning to you. Thanks for being with us. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined and, by and I am Brad Gray. Brad we Gray are here
0: once again. It is a reunion tour for the, the B Squad. Yeah.
2: Speaking of things that start with a B that are beautiful, mm. uh, Brad and Brandon coming at you today on Real Presence Live. Th- this happens like once every six months. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I I don't know why they do it.
0: <laughs> Apparently they run out of options. But that's why uh, we're the B squad. We
2: are glad to be here and we are glad to be with you and we have a great show lined up for you. But before we go any further and we get into the topics of the day, we need to start in prayer. So Brad, could you lead us in sure. a prayer? All right.
0: In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit amen. Lord God, you are good. You are ever present and faithful. You are with us at this moment, carrying our joys and our sorrows, our burdens, our delights. Father, open our hearts to you, to your desire for us this day. Help us to know you and to love you, to respond to your grace. Help us to be beacons of of light, of hope, of joy for those we encounter. Give us the great joy of being yours, of resting in that truth. We ask, Father, that you send your Holy Spirit upon us this morning to know and to hear your voice and to respond with all our hearts we pray this with confidence in the words that your son jesus taught us as we pray our father who art in heaven heaven, hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on on earth earth as it is in heaven give us this
2: day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen Father, Father, Son, Son, Holy Holy Spirit, Amen. Well, thank you, sir, for that. It's always great to uh, start out not just the show with Mm -hmm. prayer, but let's start out a new week with prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, we had Mass on Sunday, the first day of the week, Mm -hmm. but uh, when we talk about a work week, there's nothing better than setting it right from the beginning.
0: Absolutely. I actually, um, so I just slipped in right before the show started because we're the the studio here is right next door to St. Mary's Cathedral, so I wanted to stop in. They have 24 hour adoration there stopped in just for five minutes before I made my way over here. It was a great way to Kind of set things off.
2: Well, I'm happy to see that. Like, I, I did see your car in the parking lot okay, out yeah. there, and I'm like, I feel like he's here, but uh, but he's not here. So, yeah, I'm glad you had time with Jesus, maybe showing up 20 seconds before we got on yeah. air, not suggested for next time. Well, but, okay, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's great, a great opportunity to uh, sit with our Lord. You know, actually, we're and
0: we're in the year of the Eucharist right now, or that not the, just the year of the Eucharist, it's the Eucharistic Revival. And I got this great uh, book on a year with the Eucharist. It has basically a three-minute meditation each day for 365 days. So it's, I've just started doing that here the last couple days. And wow. How do you get
2: one of those books? Uh,
0: well, uh, my colleague at the Diocese of Fargo has one, uh, Steve okay, uh, in the evangelization office. So those are available for purchase. I think he got he got a huge bulk uh, offer or order of them from Tan publishers or St. Benedict Press. And they're usually like $40, but he got them. Uh, because of the bulk shipping, it's, I think, 25 bucks.
2: Wow. So, okay, so can people nice. just call the Diocese of Fargo if I they want to get so. one? I believe so, yes. All right. So,
0: so, yeah, check check out the Diocese of Fargo, um, and I think Steve can get you hooked up with if you want one of those, because it's a great way of, of really entering into this Eucharistic revival.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So, uh, Diocese of Fargo, give them a call and uh, check that out. All right, Brad, we have a great show lined up. Mm. Uh, we'll get to our first guest in just a moment. Uh, we have... a uh, a lot that we're going to be talking about, you know, we're going to talk about moral relativism mm-hmm. and our host banter today and propose a question, is the way we talk, even as Catholics, actually furthering that fascinating agenda, mm. furthering that message? Is there a way that we actually should be changing the way we talk?
0: No doubt. I mean, uh, there, there are all sorts of ways that we are kind of infected in many ways with the the mind of the culture, even as we're trying to you know, fight against it, to oppose it, to, to bring in truth. I mean, we can't pretend that we're immune right. from the, the, the culture that we live in. So, that's it's a real key to always be assessing how we are living and thinking and, and you know, acting.
2: Yeah. So, we'll talk about that. I'll, I'll share a brief reflection and then we'll dive into that. Also, we know the big Roe versus Wade overturning has just sent ripples across the country in various different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and many waves, actually, in in places. And so we're going to talk to a man who is on the front lines of this movement, the post-Roe America, and find out what we can be doing now that we are officially have uh, Roe versus Wade overturned. And then finally, I'm really excited for this one. We've got Jason Everett, who's going to be on the line with us. And he's going to be talking about gender dysphoria and how to protect our kids. We see a lot of things like drag queen story mm-hmm. hours we see a lot of school boards implementing the reading of books at very young ages yeah. that talk about transgenderism yeah and uh it it's very, very tough, and so I just want to offer a, a bit of a disclaimer that this m- interview is going to be a very good interview. We're going to talk about some things. Uh, we're not going to get too graphic, don't worry, but it's probably not the best for a younger audience. So right. when we get to that interview, it may be good to either have the kids go out of the room or listen to the podcast later. I do want to encourage you to listen to this because Jason Evert is very much on the front lines of this gender dysphoria movement of, of, of you know, talking about what gender means in the eyes of God, what mm-hmm. that means, you know, and, and how our culture is just completely distorting everything. Yeah, yeah. So, Gosh, it is such a heartbreaking reality. Yeah, absolutely. So stay with us. We've got two great hours coming at you right now, Real Presence Live. The B-Squad is with you hosting this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Brad Gray. Brad Gray. And we are going to get to our first guest now. We've got Dan Demate. Did I get it right?
1: Oh, yeah. You got
2: it right. Awesome. Nice. You should have heard what I was saying before this, (laughs) trying to get it right, Dan. (laughs) I, I just actually, I asked the question, can I just call him Joe at at a certain point? But uh, <laughs> it's so glad, uh, we're so glad that you're with us today, Dan. Thanks so much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to join you guys.
2: So you are the host of Beyond Damascus, which as of July 1st on the Real Presence Radio Network, you can hear right here on Friday mornings from 10 to 11 a.m. Central Time. And uh, Dan, you're one of the hosts, and Aaron Richards is the other host. For those who haven't heard about Beyond Damascus, give us a little bit of an inside baseball peek at it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's the show where Encounter Meets Mission, so... At Damas- uh, I run a lay ministry movement called Damascus, and uh, we have about 150 full-time missionaries who are seeking to revive the missional heart of the Church and bring people into a Eucharistic encounter with Jesus Christ. And so we really just have a heart for mission, and how uh, a Eucharistic encounter with Jesus Christ is always meant to lead to a life of mission. And so often, you know, the, the name of the show, Beyond Damascus, it's St. Paul, he had an, a powerful encounter with Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus, but it wasn't like, hey, now it's all about me and Jesus and my special relationship with Him, and um, it became about bringing the Lord to others. And so uh, encounter always should lead to mission, and uh, a lot of times you don't see in the Catholic Church the modern person seeing the same kind of missional impulse that the early Apostles had, and so we're just striving to, you know, restore that missional impulse that if I love Jesus Christ, I should, at the same time, equally love bringing Him to others.
0: Hmm. Say, Dan, so, uh, this sounds like a fantastic mission. So, tell us a little bit about what brought you to this point of having Beyond Damascus and now getting getting this uh, the this show going.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I had a powerful encounter with Jesus Christ um, in my senior year of high school where I just kind of discovered Jesus. I mean, I, I initially encountered Him in um, elementary school in seventh grade on a mission trip, and uh, from from that point on, I wanted to lead others to a relationship with Jesus, but you know, life of sin can get in the way in high school. Mm-hmm. And my senior year, just reflecting and meditating upon Jesus crucified, uh, realizing that the Lord poured everything out for me, and the only rational response in Christianity is to pour everything out for Him and to try to live this life of uh, self-gift that John Paul II speaks of and theology of the body, but that I would that the, the my life would be reflective like his life. I'd pour myself out. So I think just that whole idea of, hey, I want to live completely and entirely for Jesus, and uh, I've been on quite an adventure for 20 years uh, striving to do that.
2: You know, I love that. And I, I love that the show is called <clears throat> Beyond Damascus, because I, I think there's that encounter you were talking about, right? Like, they they encounter Jesus as he's breaking the bread and then and then he disappears among them they're like where well, our hearts not burning within us you know and it's it's going beyond that moment you know what do we do with that encounter that really makes a difference because many of us listening myself included you know we have moments in our spiritual journey where it's like we're, our hearts are just burning and they're on fire And then something gets in the way, you know, maybe maybe it's fear, maybe it's, uh, you know, just the busyness of life, uh, whatever it may be, and it just kind of starts to extinguish that fire. So how do you on your show, Dan, try to encourage people that when they experience that fire to, to do something with that, to go out with that encounter and spread it to the world?
1: Yeah, great question. I think a lot of it's just a matter of overcoming fear, (laughs) the fear of the opinions of others, the fear of failure, and uh, living in in relationships so closely with the Holy Spirit that um, you do whatever He tells you to do. And so if uh, the Holy Spirit asks you to talk to someone, you talk to them. If the Holy Spirit asks you to pray with someone, you pray with them. And um, for the most part, you know, our our show is about equipping the holy ones for the work of ministry like St. Paul speaks of, and so we speak a lot of the charismatic Gifts of the Holy Spirit, not, not just as like one branch, uh, spirituality in the church, but the, the church by her very nature is charismatic, meaning the church by her very nature has been infused with the Holy Spirit and infused with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we as, as the, the body of Christ needs to learn how to, um, how to operate and live life in the Holy Spirit through his gifts. And the more we become comfortable, if you will, that with the, the, the working of the Holy Spirit in our life and the more we become uh, familiar with the voice of the father in our life it it becomes uh, if you will very simple to to do the work of uh, of ministry and the, the the light and to live the life of jesus and so jesus he did whatever he saw the father doing he says in john chapter five and so if i if i'm not in constant relationship with the father uh, I can't live my life like the son
0: hmm. that is fantastic so i'm um, I'm curious Dan you know as we're just kind of starting to look at this uh, what you're doing with beyond damascus a little bit um i imagine different people different temperaments have different struggles or trials entering into this like uh let's say someone's a very introverted person um it it could be easy for them to think well that's kind of what other people do right they're the ones that like go out and mingle with people and those sorts of things like evangelization isn't necessarily my thing maybe i'm a contemplative or something so what do you say to someone who kind of says well that's not really me though
1: yeah, I think that's a great question. I mean, I, I would actually classify myself as an introvert, uh, which shocks people a lot because I'm very, uh, outspoken and expressive, but, um, I do, you know, I, I like time of quiet and contemplation. It's those, it's, it's those moments of quiet and contemplation that fuel you for the work of ministry. And I, I always think it's, it's funny because we speak of the apostles as if they were like born supernatural global evangelists, but mm-hmm. they weren't. The Lord chose these normal guys who had kind of flunked out of uh, you know Torah school and were were flying to their father's trade they were doing what um, the normal Jewish person would do at that age and the Lord called them and through the power of the Holy Spirit they were transformed to be these supernatural global evangelists and so I mean we don't know the temperament of the the twelve apostles but I, I would the, the Lord is pretty smart and I, I I would assume that he chose a very diverse group of men to follow him and so you can assume that Um, there were, uh, there was a diversity of gifts and personalities and temperaments within the, um, early 12 apostles that the Holy Spirit, um, overshadowed and transformed so that they could do the work that God was calling them to. So if God's asking you to do something, uh, you can't make excuses, uh, Mm -hmm. because, you know, the, the Holy Spirit equips us for whatever he calls us to.
2: Yeah, amen, 100%. All right, we do have to head to a quick break, but stay with us. We're going to continue our conversation with Dan Demetetay, host of Beyond Damascus, getting into some of their guests, some of their topics, and why you need to tune in every Friday on Real Presence Radio. We'll be right back in just a couple minutes.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the RPR Network. Wherever you're listening across the five-state, ten-diocese region, we're so glad to be with you. As we continue our conversation with Dan DeMate, host of Beyond Damascus, a new show here. Well, not necessarily new, because right. we, we, we did air it uh, back when it, when it came out. It was under a different name. We could talk a little bit about uh, just kind of the evolution of it in just a minute. But it is now available on July, as of July 1st on Friday mornings from 10 to 11 Central here on the RPR Network. So... Wherever you're listening, across the network, you can listen to this show, and uh, we'll continue our conversation talking a little bit more. By the way, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Clark, joined by... Brad Gray. Brad Gray. And uh, popularly known as the B-Squad. That's exactly us. Yeah, we're famous for (laughs) being the B-Squad. That We are. Yeah, we could do a lot of B puns, but uh, I think we'll get back into it. Dan, thanks so much for staying with us.
1: Yeah, it's
2: awesome to be here, guys. <laughs> so, uh, beyond Damascus, you, you you talked about you know just the uh, the origins, how it came about, and everything like that. Now, on the break, you were telling us that it started out as Encounter, and then we switched the name. So, tell us a little bit about why the name shift, and let let's even get into you know who are some of the guests that you have on the show and for our, our listeners to know about. Yeah,
1: that sounds great. Well, I mean, initially, about five years ago, my Patrick and Bryce and I started a show named Encounter, and it was the show that just highlighted everyday encounters um, that people have with the Holy Spirit and how those encounters lead people into Mm. a transformed lifestyle. And so it was really highlighting people's uh, conversion stories and testimonies, and then just also kind of bragging on God about how He's uh, working miracles in people's lives. And so lots of fun. Um, and, uh, Patrick and I were at that point, we were budding a ministry called Encounter Ministries and they, Patrick took that ministry up to Michigan. And so, you know, really radio is not very fun when you can't see each other in the same studio. And so I live in Ohio. He was in Michigan. It just became too complicated to do the show together. And so that's when Aaron Richards and Brad Pierron joined at the show with me and. We decided to bring it under the auspice of our uh, ministry, Damascus, and so that's why we had the name change. Nothing super special, but it um, did—our apostolate is very much focused on encounter, uh, but also mission, and so Beyond Damascus just really allowed us to start highlighting missional activity as well.
2: How about some of those guests you have on? Yeah, you know, I mean, we we try to
1: just bring on uh, whoever is on our campus, and so we have a beautiful five hundred acre ministry campus, and uh, just a lot of pilgrims come throughout the year, and so uh, people who send their kids to camp or priests and religious who are on our campus, and so you know, a few weeks ago, Matt Brad was on our show because his son was at camp. Um, we we've had um, just a lot of awesome people like uh, Craig Stammen. He's a professional baseball player. He's a, a big fan of our camp ministry, so he, he brings people out, and so when when people are on our campus, we throw them on our, our show with us, but uh, for the most part, we do some shows where um, we highlight the stories of our own missionaries, and so we'll, we'll do testimonies with our missionaries. Some shows are more formational shows, so we just are highlighting just content and diving deep into particular um, teachings on how we can grow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit or how we can evangelize more effectively, and then some shows are guest interviews where we just hear the stories of amazing people and uh, reflect on some awesome
0: stuff. I love the aspect of how you guys are doing testimonies and and witnesses, um, because I think sometimes unconsciously we can slip into the mode that, you know, God used to work a lot, like back in the times of the apostles or even the Old Testament, you know, there's great, these these great theophanies and that sort of thing. And that he's kind of gone quiet, you know, that, that, you know, it's sort of like, yeah, he'll kind of, you know, he'll do little things here and there, but it, we're kind of shouldering the burden a lot of times of our own life and and having a witness i mean having repeated stories of witnesses of how god has worked amazingly powerfully in people's lives is is just so it's so encouraging i think for those of us yeah, who are absolutely. here
1: yeah you know i think we we um, we don't always believe in a supernatural god and a miracle working god anymore it's right. like it's kind of funny cuz most catholics um, you know, we have a strong faith in the, the Eucharist, where God takes bread and wine every day and makes it His own body and blood, but then we don't expect God to use us for miracles. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a second, this is, like, He literally transforms the hands of a priest to turn bread and wine into the body and blood. And in baptism, we were transformed to do the work of Jesus uh, and to minister like Him. And He says in John fourteen twelve, you know, amen, I say to you, if you have faith in Me, you'll not only accomplish the works that I do, but greater works than these. And I believe it that God wants to do greater work uh, in us than through us, mm-hmm. um, and so we we not only like highlight people's personal testimonies, but we highlight the miracles that uh, we experience. I mean, literally, we've got five hundred kids on our campus right now for Catholic Youth Summer Camp. Every every week, we have another five hundred kids. Wow! Um, wow. Every week, we see like multiple, multiple like miracles. It's not just like not like last week we we saw a kid who was on crutches. Um, his his foot. Um, was was injured and, and it's just completely healed, and he, he didn't have to use the crutches anymore. Two weeks ago, you know, we saw a girl who had self harm scars all over her body. She was prayed with um, for healing, and as she was prayed with, not only was her heart healed from depression, but the self harm scars on her body physically disappeared.
0: Um, we had wow!
1: A, uh, we had a yeah. I mean, so these things happen, like right, that young people are encountering Jesus Christ. But because we have faith in a miracle working God, the Lord is truly working miracles.
2: And I think it's really important too, you know, if we look at the culture around us, we can see the insanity to provide a place like this for young people to come and learn about their faith and experience the power of Christ, because where else are they going to get it? You know, they, sh- they should be getting it in-, in the home, of course. The parents should be teaching it. But having that, you know, just that connection with other young people who are on fire for Christ is so important in our world today, isn't it, Dan?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They say statistically the average age when a young Catholic makes a decision to uh, no longer live their practice, like live or practice their Catholic faith as an adult is age 13. And a 13 year old is not making an intellectual decision. They're not making a decision because of a scandal. A 13 year old is looking for a place of belonging and a God to worship. And they're asking a question, what, what will make me happy? And they're not finding belonging. They're not finding happiness in the church, sadly. And so they're checking out in their heart. And I mean, it was just, it's, it, it blows my mind. We serve middle schoolers and high schoolers and Last week, um, at the end of every week, we have the kids come up on stage, and whoever wants to share testimony can share testimony. We have, like, 45 minutes of these campers sharing testimonies. And um, these middle schoolers get up on stage, and they were, like, weeping that they are just so hungry um, mm-hmm. to have an encounter with, like, that they, they, they're, they're they just, they go through so much pain and so much anxiety and, and these young, young years just find hope. They need to find joy, and they need to find love, and they find that in Jesus Christ, never in the world.
0: Dan, uh, you know, so we've we talked a little bit about your camp, but we haven't even named it or told people because I mean I'm sure there are other people like me that are like, wait a second, I got to know more about this. You know, I got kids that age. Uh, Tell us a little bit about you know what the camp's called, how you find out more information, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, that's great. So we call our summer camp Catholic Youth Summer Camp um, Home. uh, it's, It's housed out of our ministry Damascus. So if you go to damascus.net, you can find information. Um, we have a camp, actually. We just opened a second camp serving um, kind of the Wisconsin and St. Paul, Minneapolis area. So we have a new camp called Catholic Summer Camp Northwood. All that information um, on our website. And we're hoping to open a third camp next summer um, in Michigan called CYSD Great Lakes.
0: Fantastic.
2: Yeah, that's wonderful. You know, Dan, we have just a few minutes left, and I know you wanted to get the word out about your new book, Dream Bigger, so take that away.
1: Yeah, you know, I just released a new book through Sophia Institute's Press, Mm. and it's called Dream Bigger. It's a 21-day journey to unlock and activate God's dream in your life. And so, um, essentially, God has done amazing uh, things in my life and in other people's lives. So I share testimony in the book, but really I guide the reader through 21 days of uh, journaling and activations to really kind of discover what God wants for your life and then to actually put it into practice. And a lot of times we just have small-minded thoughts on what God wants to do, and we limit God because, uh, because of our lack of faith. And so this book is meant to help you grow in intimacy with the Father um, so that you can hear His voice more effectively in your life, and then to start dreaming with Him. And God wants nothing but big things for you and for this world. And so when we dream with the Father, we can dream bigger.
2: In the last couple minutes here, Dan, uh, talk to our listeners who are out there wondering more about Beyond Damascus. Why should they tune in and listen to the show?
1: Uh, you know, I think the in the world right now, uh, we just need a lot of hope. Um, it it seems like the world is... Becoming darker and darker, and it's easy to become cynical. Um, and I, I live a, a daily reality where I see God moving um, in powerful, wonderful ways, and I have a huge, uh, amazing Catholic community surrounding me. But I know not everyone has that, and so if you're struggling um, to have hope, I think Beyond Damascus will restore hope in your heart. Um, also, I think we have a lot of Catholics who want to evangelize, but they're not equipped. They're not equipped for evangelization, and so. Uh, this show also equips you for the work of ministry.
2: Uh, that's wonderful. Yeah, Dan, thanks so much for being on with us. Uh, we will certainly spread the word again about the Catholic Youth Summer Camp, about your book, and of course, Beyond Damascus. It's been great having you on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is, this hey guys, is phenomenal thank work. Thank you so man. much.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey, you too. I'm really excited by your guys' work, and I love that you're laboring in the vineyard of radio. It's a good way to evangelize.
2: Amen, brother. We'll keep up the good work. Know of our prayers for you. Please pray for us. All right. Have fun. Yeah. God bless. See yeah. uh Again, so many things to check out. This uh, is July 1st. You can listen to, we were talking about it, Beyond Damascus on the radio Friday mornings from 10 to 11 Central. That'd be 9 to 10 Mountain Time. Uh, also, we talked about the Catholic Youth summer, summer Camp, camps, yep. which is uh, some incredible stories. Oh, my gosh. No I, would, I would love to just have him back on to talk about the summer camp. Yeah. Uh, but you could find out more about that and even register your kids at damascus dot net and then we have his new book, Dream Bigger, which I absolutely love this twenty one day journey to unlock and activate God in your life yeah you know we're we 're talking about just these deep encounters right and and what happens? what do we do with those encounters? I think is such an important question
0: absolutely, and I love the element too of of dreaming bigger because I think as adults. We lose the capacity to dream, honestly. You know, we kind of just lock into what we can do, what we can't do. You know, the little things that we're trying to accomplish around the house or whatever it might be. And the capacity to actually dream, I think, is is so... Um, so essential.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So check out all of these things, Beyond Damascus, the Catholic Youth Summer Camp and Dream Bigger book out now because uh, these are just things that can really help you in your, not only just encounter with Christ, but your spiritual journey. Stay with us. we got to head to a break. When we come back, we're talking moral relativism and what we can do as Catholics to change the language and change the way we approach it to change hearts. All this when Real Presence Live continues